Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Travels hostess. <laughs> that was not the best cutoff, but okay. <laughs> not as smooth as I would have preferred. But tonight we have a. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another episode of Serial Killers. Serial Killers. Serial Killers. Serial Killers. With. Sierra, yeah. So, hello. Hi. How are you? Jamming out to my theme song. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good one. It is. It's so catchy. I like right, it. right. <laughs> so tonight we're gonna close out our paranormal trip to Finland. Finland. With murder. Murder, murder. I'm going to apologize in advance. Okay. I am not Finnish. And Finnish words are extremely hard to pronounce. Right. I have practiced, and it probably didn't help any. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who are we talking about tonight? We are talking about a Inesio Koivunen. So we're going to call him Inesio for the rest of the... Yeah. Or I'll just call him Koi. Okay. <laughs> something, something we could understand. All right. Who's she talking about again? Huh? <laughs> so I couldn't find much about his early childhood. Really? At all? And granted, probably a lot of the stuff I was finding was translated from Finnish. Which is not easy. No. So some of the details might sound a little weird. Okay. Probably because they might have been mistranslated. We'll find out. But Inesio Koivin, or Koi as I'm going to call him, was born on June 22nd, 1930 in Impalahati, Finland. Okay. On July 11th, 1971, 23-year-old Salmi Helena Betsanikula disembarked a bus in Angela while en route to Turku. She was last seen in Korea. A friend began worrying about Salim when she failed to return to university. Her father traveled to Turku to look for her, but found no trace. Later in the year, on August 17th, 17-year-old Revita Anil Rajaz and 16-year-old Pijira Marjata Laiho left Pitajan Malasi to visit an aunt in Hagavika. They did not arrive and were also declared missing. The last known location was at a bridge near Kimola, getting into a 1967 Dodge Dart. Oh, God. Of course, the Americans have something to do with it. It's our car. America! Later in August, a Helsinki family picking mushrooms in a forest in Inga stumbled upon a body wrapped in plastic wrap and covered in moss. Next to the body were glasses and leather shoes. The local police notified the National Bureau of Investigation, or the NBI, 
which I guess would be like our FBI. Right. Which started exploring the forest and the surrounding environment. They determined that the cause of death was unnatural. The body was later identified to be that of Selene. Her camera, three rings, and a belt were all missing. The body was found near a labor camp in Ingda, where criminals were placed to work for the last stages of their sentences before release. Early in September, police were again called in, in to inspect lost goods at Svetula's old airport. They found a young woman's personal belongings, including a Kela, which is, I guess, the Finnish equivalent of their SSI bank, a card, and an audio recorder. The goods were found to belong to Rijas and Laiho. The following day, a group of young men found the bodies of the girls covered in plastic wrap in Redichisari village. The plastic wrap that was found around the girls had a serial number on it that was assumed to belong to the Dodge Dart that Rijas and Laiho were last seen riding in. Since the plastic was made in Sweden, five Swedish companies were contacted about it. It was eventually determined that the plastic had probably come through Finland with some electrical equipment and was not linked to any Swedish registered car. Ethanol was found in the victim's blood during the autopsy, and all three were found to have been sexually assaulted. The cause of death was determined to be carbon monoxide poisoning. So maybe he left the bodies in the trunk running, the car running, and the serial number was impressed upon the plastic Mm -hmm. while they were being poisoned by carbon monoxide. Mm -hmm. I'll get into it. Okay, just a guess. Yeah. The NBI combined the investigation of the cases, as the girls' killings were all very similar and in close proximity. All had been abducted in the southern Finland province. The NBI, for the first time in its history, received photos of the victims, which came from all around southern Finland. On one of the photos... Wait a minute. Received? Like an anonymous sender? Yep. Okay. On one of the photos were the fingerprints of a man who had been in the Inga labor camps. That man's car, a 1967 Dodge Dart, registration number BNL-99, had been seen several times at the locations of the abductions. So, he's not very good at being a criminal mastermind. No. Well, that or he just wanted to get caught and wanted to be braggy about it. Okay. On September 26th, the police found and arrested the Dodge's owner, 41-year-old Koi, who we're calling, in the town of Hanko. His car and home were searched. Two illegal pistols, a woman's belt, and a camera were found in his home. Oh, wasn't one of the ladies missing a camera? Correct, and a belt. Okay. Hmm. Funny how those little quinky dinkies work out. See, and that's why you don't take trophies if you're going to murder somebody. Like, I understand the reasoning behind it. Don't do it, because that's... Nine times out of ten, that's what gets you caught. Well, not only that, if you're going to... Again, I'm not advocating murder... (laughs) But if you're going to do it and keep trophies, you don't put it in your vicinity where there's a warrant that could get that searched. Correct. And, like, you don't get, like, a warehouse. You don't get a storage locker because they can search those, too. Correct. You do something else with it. Correct. Just not, don't keep it in your house. Coy repeatedly changed his story while under questioning. He denied killing the girls or even having met them. In one interview, Koi admitted to having met Salim at a store and ended up talking to her about her studies and personal life over coffee. He noted that Salim used a lot of medication. As they continued on their journey in the car, Salim suffered a respiratory attack, causing Koi to stop and flee from the vehicle. And why would you do that if you're innocent? Right. After returning, he found Salim dead in the back seat. How convenient. She just died in the back seat. 
from a respiratory thing because of her medication is what he liked to say. After just drinking coffee with her. You're not driving Miss Daisy, asshole. We know. Correct. Similarly, he denied knowing anything about Laiho and Rijas, but, continu- uh, but changed his story and claimed to have met Laiho earlier and be- had begun a relationship with her. Okay. Yeah. According to him, Laiho proposed a meeting and brought along Rijas, whereupon they all headed for Hivenkia. While they drank at a nightclub, an unnamed young man joined them, and Rijas began vomiting. Just rando. Yeah. I don't know why he Probably not um, some poison bullshit, whatever. Of course not. Koi claimed that the girls were murdered outside of his presence, and that the unnamed man had admitted to beating them both to death. Because that's a real thing. Yeah. Like, Sierra, we went to a party, and a friend of ours got murdered, and the killer came to you and me and confessed. Out of nowhere. Right. Some random, unnamed young man. Because that's how shit works. Correct. In the movies. (laughs) (laughs) Not even in that. (laughs) No, it's like a... B-list a bad movie. porno. <laughs> bad P- kilo. Pizza man mustache. <laughs> Koi's wife was also interviewed and told police that he came home and told her that he had shown two girls and a boy around the city. When they both read a magazine about the disappearances of Laiho and Rijas, Koi noted that they looked the same as the girls that he had been with. Oh, how nice. Hmm. He's trying to like, kind of like... Break it into her. Right. Like, so I have a question. You said earlier that the fingerprints matched to a man who used to work in the labor camps. Yes. So what was Koijo's crime? I could never find. And if it was, it was probably in Finnish and I couldn't translate it. Okay. All right. <laughs> His story soon changed again, removing the unnamed man from the story entirely. So the imaginary man went away? Yes. Funny how they do that. <laughs> He claimed that the girls and him had fallen asleep in the backseat of his car. Because that's what happens. Stated, he tried unsuccessfully to wake the girls up as they were both dead. Because, uh, again, that's what happens. Let's take a nap in the back. It gets better. And everyone dies but me. It gets better. When asked how they had died, Koi told them that while they slept, someone had dug up the hose from the back of the car and connected it through the exhaust pipe and into the vehicle. So you're asleep, everybody's asleep, but you saw this happen in your sleep. His survival was questioned, but he didn't have an answer. Correct. <laughs> I mean... Everyone but you, sir, are dead. Right, how do you explain that the other two people in the vehicle died, but not you? Right. Hmm. Hmm. Were there any uh, injuries or... Did the ladies sustain injuries like someone hit them over the head, tied them up? Not that I could find. Okay. And all three of them died of carbon monoxide poisoning. Well, yeah. So. Sadly, they were mm-hmm. probably alive. Yeah. When he wrapped them up. Oh, I don't doubt it. And them in the, the trunk or the back seat. Yeah, I don't doubt it. But my question is, okay, where is he committing this? Because carbon monoxide, if he went to his house, mm-hmm. and I don't know what, how houses are in Finland. Mm-mm. So, I mean, it would be very convenient for him mm-hmm. if the garage was separate from the house. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's why the wife never knew. Mm-hmm. But, because I got news for you, I can hear right. Jeff in the garage. Right. On the other side of the house. And I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> and anytime someone suggests or tells you, don't go in the basement. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed in the garage. Mm. Girl, 
You better pack your shit. Get the hell out. (laughs) He never acknowledged his guilt and changed the details of his story many times, remaining consistent about very few. One story was that the girls vomited and choked in the backseat of the car. Okay. Yeah. Probably on the poison he gave them. Uh, Yeah, I couldn't imagine that. During the investigation, a hair of Koi's was found on Laiho and Raja's bodies. The camera found in the home was found to be Salim's. During the preliminary investigation, a girl told the police that she had hitchhiked from Helsinki to Hyvinkia, and her driver was a 41-year-old man. So he was practicing. Oh, yeah. Everything seemed innocent at first until the man had decided to introduce her to the city. He took her to the Tabor Mountains, speaking about himself and his life along the way. When they got there, he did not let the girl out and threatened her, but she managed to get out of the car and fled. Right. Practicing. Yeah. Good for her, at least. Unfortunately, he he learned, he mastered his kidnapping skills, yeah. After, she had seen the same man near her house several times. When she was shown a picture of Koi, she immediately recognized him. So, at least there's that. Well, you left a witness, fool. Right? Don't do that. He was arrested for the three murders and jailed at the Hillslinky prison before a trial in Hivinkia District Court, which got a lot of publicity. Koi was initially dissatisfied with his lawyer and changed him before the trial. Because, of course. Right. He wants somebody who's going to go the gamut for his criminal ass. Right. See, that, like, I would have a hard time being a defense attorney. Right. Because I'd be like, he ass is guilty. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can't represent this person. Well, well Sierra, you can't represent anybody because they all guilty. That's <laughs> right. why I should never be a, on a jury. Guilty. Right. <laughs> he just looks guilty, Your right. Honor. You see that suit? You see that suit? You see you see that hair and them eyes and that Those whole are guilty face? eyes. Guilty as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the way I'll just get out of jury duty every time. I mean, you know, that's the plan. Right? He tried to change his story again and bring his own witnesses to court. However, nothing helped his story. Of course, when you're guilty. When you're guilty, you're guilty. He had a very long criminal record. He had been convicted of several property crimes and from 1953 to 1968 had only been free for a short amount of time and incarcerated eight. Well, you know, he found someone to marry him. Right? How does that happen? Right? I mean, I promise you, you got to have some serious fucking proof that you were innocent and this was really just... A case where shit went south, mm-hmm. and or like mistaken identity or correct. Something. Yeah, I mean, I I want motherfucking etched in gold correct. proof <laughs> that says you're safe to be with. You're right. not going to harm other people, correct? Because otherwise, I'm like, no, I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Right? See, like I don't, I don't, I don't just, uh, like, and especially like the spouses that like help. Or, like, help hide the body yes. or, like, cover it up. There's not enough love on the face of this planet. No. Hell no. If my partner came up to me and was like, hey, Sierra, I murdered somebody, I'd be like, cool. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> hey, 911, <laughs> come to my house. <laughs> yeah. And I'd do it right in front of the motherfucker. We right. was probably holding a knife. Get back, get back. Right? With, a, like, a baseball bat, a gun, something. Be like, hey. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> I would not be one of those parents that help that cover up their no, kids' crime. I don't get those ones either. Yeah, you, you know. I would hope 
that if I went off the my rocker and murdered somebody, my mom and Daisy would be like, yeah. We're going to still love you. We're going to sit you down on the couch and we're going to call the police with you. Correct. <laughs> correct. We're going to talk you through this. Because that would we're be gonna, Daisy. We're going to show up. That would 100% show up. be Daisy. We're going to say yes, she did it, but we still love her. <laughs> That would 100% be Daisy. I'll even put them on speaker. I'll call them with you. (laughs) The exact same thing she does with my doctors. (laughs) I'll make a brisket. It's okay. (laughs) I'll send you a brisket while you're in prison. Right. (laughs) He had a six-year sentence when he was involved in a car crash. For this trial, he was ordered to have a mental health eval. He was found to be sane, but was identified as a habitual liar. I can't imagine why. Right, and he's bad at it. You're right. You're stupid. You're you're bad at it. You deserve to go to jail on the premise of the fact you can't lie well. As my mom likes to say, he likes to lie when the truth sounds better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. He was found guilty on all three charges of assault, false imprisonment, and negligent homicide and was sentenced to 25 years. He died on May 27th, 2003 of natural causes while in prison. 2003? 2003. The man was 73 years old? Yeah, because he was born in... 1930. Yeah, 1930. Yeah. Huh. Old and died in prison. Old. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if Finland has the the death penalty, but that should have been a prime reason to exercise it. Correct. So, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, it, it's as if... He actually should have wrote a book going, this is how you don't. Right. (laughs) What not to do. Correct. (laughs) How not to lie to the police. Right. But I do wonder how many other victims he had practice on Mm -hmm. before he was able to actually, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. gain victims. Correct. Because, I mean, they found the one girl. Mm -hmm. And they only found her because she came forward. Right. But that does not necessarily mean that he had others. Mm-hmm. And again, there's a gap of where he, where did, where was the car mm-hmm. to commit? Because uh, carbon monoxide poisoning takes a while. It do. That is not a five, ten minute scenario. No. And, you know, unfortunately when people decide to commit suicide that route, mm-hmm. I mean, they got to be in that car for a while. Yeah. Which gives you ample opportunity to hopefully rethink Correct. that decision, but mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah. All right. So just out of curiosity, did you have your pick of serial killers in Finland or was it slim pickings? It was very slim pickings. And this was actually the dude that I could find the most information on. Okay. Like a lot of the other ones, it was like three or four paragraphs and, and that, that was, was it. it. Okay. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny, and we're, again, like we tend to do, get off topic a little bit. When I was researching the Skin Hunters, I don't know if you listened to that episode about what was happening in Poland. Was that the, that was the hospital, right? The ambulance. Oh, the ambulance, yeah, yeah, yeah. The initial little spots I was seeing when I was trying to find serial killers in Poland it was just like one or two sentences right. or three or four like skimpy mm-hmm. little spots. We're not even talking Mm-mm. anything That's as substantial. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Until I found the documentary, which I cited in the mm-hmm. episode. 
And I was just like, holy shit. Right. Why isn't this talked about more? Correct. And again, just like with you with the Finnish language, Mm -hmm. it is hard to some degree because there's massive amount of information in Finnish. Correct. But not in English. And the thing is, and I could see this being a problem for this particular case. Mm -hmm. This probably happened in the 60s. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, there's no Google in the 60s. There's not even porn in the 60s. (laughs) Well, it's probably bad porn. But my point is, people didn't have the ability to translate this stuff. Correct. Tools or otherwise. Mm -hmm. Or unless they really wanted to into other languages, such as English. Mm -hmm. So it actually does not surprise me that you couldn't find a whole lot on his life. Yes. Because... Language barrier. Mm-hmm. Well, and the whole other thing is, too, is like, you know, Google Translate's definitely not, like, 100% accurate either. Right. <laughs> so, like, even if, like, you could, like, find a whole article and, like, you plug it in to, like, Google Translate. It translates English, the best that it can. It can, yeah. Because some people have words and concepts mm-hmm. that are not translatable. Correct. And as weird as that sounds, I mean... If we even think about it, even in American English, yeah. slang words oh, yeah. that don't, mm-hmm. would not make sense, mm-hmm. but for some magical reason it makes sense to us, Yeah, does not necessarily translate in other languages. So, mm-hmm. But that's it. I mean, that's what we have for you tonight. Yep. On to business. Facebook, 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 where the Dark Corners are has a Facebook page. If you'd like to see some creepy things, share some creepy things, go ahead and send us an invite over to that Facebook page. And if you have an idea you'd like to, you know, write extensively about, you know, got some ideas, you can send it to us at the email at where the dark corners are at Mm gmail.com. So final thoughts? This dude was messed up and like, I mean, stick with one lie, homeboy. Right. Well, you know, the sad part is the truth, you don't have to remember all the different versions you told. Correct. The truth only has one. Or if you can just stick with one lie and just flesh that one out real nice. Right, and do it better. Correct. Again, lie I'm better. advocating murder. <laughs> but if you're going to do it, do it better. Well, yeah, and if you're, if you're going to walk away with one lesson from this episode, learn to lie better. Did he give the belt and the camera to the wife? Mm-mm. He just had it. He just had him. And the wife was like, oh. I don't know why you're bringing home a woman's belt, but all right. Correct. I found this. I I don't know. Okay. Sometimes men are stupid. A lot (laughs) men are stupid. A lot. Correct. That's two words. All right. (laughs) So until next time, please remember, only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why we hope to meet you where the dark corners are. Thank you.